This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you, and we're answering questions about predestination. So here's our question for today. Kind of a one-part question, and then a couple of follow-ups, Pastor Michael. Does God ordain every event in human history? And he goes on to ask, how is the doctrine of predestination different from the doctrine of determinism, not just election, but in every event? So when he when people hear about predestination, uh, very naturally, I did this actually um, on February 7th when we preached on this. I got a few questions right in this vein. Sure. There's something natural inside of us that goes to this place that says, you mean God chooses every decision we ever make ever? I don't know why that is, but my brain did that. Like I went to immediately when I first heard this doctrine, like, what do you mean? We're all robots, like in every moment of our life. And, and it, but that's not what the doctrine of predestination teaches. Not at all. Um, although I, the question is asked because that is where the human brain naturally mm-hmm. goes to. Uh, and so the Bible does not teach determinism or fatalism that um, we are all just robots playing out God's script and God's mind, and then we have no actual choice or ability to do anything. That's not true. It does not teach that. What it does teach, and, and you'll hear this in the podcast many, many, many times, God ordains, allows, or permits all events and all of human history. Amen. Some events are ordained. Some are allowed and permitted. So our question is, which events are allowed and which events are are ordained or permitted? Mm-hmm. So uh, let's give a couple examples from Scripture that um, of events that are ordained and events that are permitted. So um, number one, the days of our life are ordained, the number of the days that we're allowed to live. But Maybe not necessarily the means of our death. Mm-hmm. Okay, so nowhere in Scripture does it say that God chooses the way everyone will die, but it does communicate that the number of days that we are permitted to live is ordained. So, for example, in Acts seventeen twenty six, Paul says this in a sermon to a bunch of non Christians, and he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. Here's what he says. Like the period of time that every single man is allowed to exist is foreordained. It's mm-hmm. determined. That is ordained. How you die may be permitted or allowed. I don't I don't know totally, but here's what I do know. The Bible never once says he ordains the method of everyone's death. Um, another example, um, the boundaries of our habitation are ordained but maybe not the state of our habitation. So for example, God has ordained that I would live at a certain house in the city of Bartlett and I can't get away from that. But nowhere does God say that the state or the cleanliness or the organization of my house is under God's ordaining control. So this is where he ordains me to live there and now I steward it. I'm responsible for how I steward the home. He's responsible for giving me the home. So that's another example. Here's one. This is always up for debate. Who I will marry. So, okay, I'm going to just be a hypocrite. Okay. (laughs) I believe is ordained by God. Um, But how the quality of my marriage is up to my stewardship and my wife's. Now, some people will say God has tons of potential partners for you and you can pick from one of any of them. And I just think that's, 
I don't know. I don't like it. I know it. you and I disagree on this one, but that's I okay. Know, that's all right. And, and I, you know what? Like, I'm not, like, if this were an independent question, I would probably just let you answer it. And then I would say, <laughs> ah, I disagree and we'd be done. Like, it's not that big of a deal because it's completely inconsequential. Um, but uh, it's a great illustration of a house. My house. That's right. Maybe my wife, but the quality and how I steward these things, those are or, are permitted or allowed. That's mm-hmm. different. Now, God could stop me from being a bad steward. And I think sometimes he does. I think there sometimes are moments he does. where God steps into maybe um, my home or my marriage and says, no, I'm not going to let you be as big of an idiot as you would right. naturally want to be. I'm going to protect you because I do have a future plan for you, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let you get off track of that. Okay. Um, now, here's where this gets, I think, relevant to the question. My salvation is ordained. Amen. My sanctification or my personal holiness, I get to choose that. That is allowed mm-hmm. or permitted. So I I didn't have any choice in whether or not I came to Christ and trusted in Christ. God gave me faith. But I have many decisions that I make every day about the quality of my relationship with God. That's right. So God is not like, he didn't ordain that I would open up the Bible this morning and read from the Gospels. Like that wasn't like his... Uh, like he wasn't like, Oh, no, you don't even have a say in that. I got to choose whether or not I would spend time Mm -hmm. with God today. I got to choose whether or not I would pray. I got to choose whether or not I would prepare for this, you know? And all of those are things that increase my relationship with God and do good for me spiritually. The quality of my spiritual life is, I would not say a hundred percent, but I would say largely contingent on the effort I put in. And at the same time, God is deepening me spiritually by putting desires in me that would not naturally be there. I'm not saying the quality of my relationship with him is 100% me. I would say it's like, I'm going to randomly pull a number out of my butt, like <laughs> like 80% God, 20% me, 70% God, 30% me. I don't know, but it's not 100% God, 0% me. The only thing that is 100% God and zero me in my salvation is me coming to faith in Jesus Christ. That's 100% That's right. God, 0% me. And mm-hmm. then some will say, but I heard Billy Graham say salvation is 99% God and 1% man. Well, Billy Graham is wrong. I love Billy Graham. He's going to heaven. He's an amazing dude. And who are you, Michael, to sit in a booth in Bartlett, Illinois, whatever, and like say that. The Bible just teaches that no one may boast and that we did not play any part of our salvation. That's right. 100% God, 0% man. Sanctification, different. So big picture for our question is God allows, ordains, or permits all things. My salvation, ordained. My home, ordained. My, what was the other example? The days of my life, ordained. Ordained. The quality of my life, the means of my death, the quality of my home, the quality of my marriage, and the quality of my relationship with God permitted and allowed, I play a significant part in that. Hope that helps our listeners make a clear distinction. Um, We are not robotic automatons only playing out the script of God's mind. That is so true. Thank you, Pastor Michael, for that answer. And listeners, thank you for joining us once again today. Don't forget, you can submit your questions to our podcast by going to our church website, vcob.org, and just click on the link that says Q&A podcast question. Listeners, please join Pastor Michael next week when I'll be away from the microphone and he will have some special guests joining him here in the studio. And on Monday, it'll be Pastor Craig Jarvis. And the question will be, why does evil exist in the world?